Good morning, Facebook. Good morning, podcasters. And good morning, YouTubers. So excited for you guys to be here today. Um, <clears throat> I'm on a little bit early because we have some commercials we want to deal with as well. Welcome, YouTubers, uh, as well. Just want to say this, that um, that we're coming as, we, as we're drawing close to the ending of this uh, challenge. <clears throat> I want to let you know that I'm offering as well um, a 10-minute personalized classes for you. Um, if you want to have a 10-minute class uh, with your schedule, um, it's fine. We can do that. It's uh, $30 for the 10 minutes, and, uh, and you get uh, three of those uh, for 10 minutes. So you get three 10-minute sessions for $30. You can just email me or message me on Facebook, um, uh, and then you can, or Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. You can go ahead and do that, and then I'll tell you how you can arrange those sessions. Okay, it's going to be for a short time, and uh, so three days, 10 minutes each, uh, and they don't have to be consecutive days, they can be separate days, but 10 minutes each, and it's $30. Hi, Sarah. And, um, and we're going to be not only talking about healing, but we're going to release healing in you in those sessions, but those are personalized sessions. Email me, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. And, uh, and or you can message me on Facebook or put something in the comments. It doesn't matter. Um, so, hi, Sarah. So here's the deal that, uh, that you know, of course, I put out my books uh, that you can get on, um, uh, on Amazon, Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Break down the breakthrough, 50-day journey. Uh, sorry, my journey to soul health. It deals with emotional healing and how to walk in emotional healing. Also, my other book called SOS, Song of Solomon, uh, a 50-day journey into the heart of God about God's love. And I love that, and I want to thank Pastor Carrie Lloyd uh, over at Bethel. She's one of the um, she's one of the uh, revival group pastors, and she also has her own ministry. And by the way, you might want to get her books as well. Look it up, L-L-O-Y-D, Carrie Lloyd. She has a couple books out on Amazon. You can get those. But anyway, she says this about the book. She says, um, a beautiful portrayal of how, brut uh, how brutally simple God's love is for us. The book is dealing with the br brutally simple on how God's love is for us. You can get these books, $25 from me. Uh, Tom and Sarah Ministries. Now, it's not Tom and Sarah. It's Tom and Sarah. You can see it's spelled there with ministries at the end at gmail.com. And, uh, and we can talk. To, if it's for a gift, you have a 10% discount. If you want to buy both of them, you get a 10% discount, and it's mailed directly to them or to you to give to them. So, um, so I wanted to do that today. Um, also, if you wanted to give into the ministry, we have PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, and, uh, and you can Tom in Sarah Ministries at gmail.com, and I'll tell you how you can give. And, uh, or you can give on Google Pay or Facebook Pay, whatever it is, and you can do it that way as well. Okay, praise God.
I'm really excited today. I, I got to tell you, I am so excited. I have a little frog in my throat. Uh, just so you know, it's snowy and cold here in Fairbanks. And uh, it's always cold. Yesterday was minus 25 in the morning when I woke up. Got up to, uh, I think it was 9, minus 9 degrees. And so um, that was kind of a fun day. And then um, today it's, it's uh, like minus 10 and snowing. And it's going to be snowing most of the day anyway. So I want to read an excerpt from this book that I told you to get, Christ the Healer by F.F. F. Bosworth. I'm going to have to put my glasses on for this. And it says that faith is expecting God to do his will. Faith is the expectation of God to do his will. When God commands us to pray for the sick, he means us to pray in faith. In other words, pray expecting. Because if you pray doubting, you're defeating what you're actually praying for. You're negating it. It's like coming in with a, a positive and a negative. When you multiply a positive number with a negative number, you get a negative. Okay? Uh, when we know it's his will, it is not difficult for us to pray believing that he will do it. When you understand that this is God's will, not only to heal people, but to save people, they're both similar, that you know it's his will, it's easy to believe that he will do it. Okay? Um, in Exodus 23 uh, and, and, and Leviticus 14 and 15, they show that is, it was invariably through the atonement that sickness was healed under the law of Moses. It was specifically under the atonement. It was, it was invariably. There's no variables here. It had to be through the atonement. Uh, Matthew 8.17 definitely states that Jesus healed all diseases on the grounds of the atonement. In other words, the foundation for healing was the atonement. And the atonement means at one meant. It was done on Calvary. Okay? Jesus bore our sicknesses. He bore our pains. He bores, and uh, in him bearing them, it requires the healing of all to fulfill that prophecy. Had to heal all of our diseases. He had to heal everybody. God carefully put this in such simple language that we would have to misquote it to leave ourselves out. What Calvary provides is for all. Everybody say that. What Calvary provides is for all. In Psalm 107, verse 20, he says, he sent out his word and he healed them. Okay, so the, the prerequisite here is that it is his word. When you pray for the sick, pray his word. Pray God and his word. What does the Bible say about healing? Well, Tom, there's no, cancer's not mentioned in the Bible. Who cares? Leprosy is. 
Leprosy then is what cancer is today. And what Calvary provided is for all. When Jesus said it is finished, it was a victory cry that said what he came to do, he did. It was the atonement of God, the atonement that Jesus did on the cross to make us one with him. It was that atonement that won our healing, our provision, our refuge, our courage, our strength, our, uh, our uh, uh, banner, our victories were won on the cross. Outside of the cross, you cannot beat the devil. Outside of the blood of Jesus, you have nothing to stand on against the devil. You need the blood of Jesus for your salvation. And what salvation is to the soul and the spirit, healing is to the body. And it was paid for on the cross, and Jesus always gets what he paid for. I'm a little fired up right now. Well... Many people say, well, Tom, if, there, if God is good and God is all-powerful and if God is there, why is there such evil in the world? Why do people still get sick? Well, I have to tell you, and I appreciate what, what uh, Annette Biggers said uh, a few days ago. You might want to get that uh, video. <clears throat> and, 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 and what she said and what the Bible is teaching uh, through this is that when sin came into the world, when the enemy came in and lied to Eve and she bought into the lie, okay, the world broke. The keys were given to Satan. She had the keys. And she gave it to the enemy to take over, the, not just her, but Adam too. See, she was tempted. She was deceived. But Adam did it on purpose. Adam knew better. And she was deceived. And all of a sudden, the world broke. Death came into the world. Sin, uh, separation from God, came into the world. And the best illustration of that happened in real life when Adam and Eve were hiding in the garden. God came out in the cool of the day to talk to them, and they were hiding. Why are you hiding? Because we were naked. Who told you that? Well, nobody told them, but they found out because they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Not that being naked with your spouse is evil. But they were naked in their heart. When they disobeyed God, everything became out in the open. And then the first animal sacrifice was done when God clothed them with, with the skins of animals. And God made that sacrifice. And God made the sacrifice years later. When he sacrificed Jesus on the cross. The world is broken. The devil is the prince of this world. But hear the word... We, the believer, and not just anybody, but the believer, 
has been given the keys of the kingdom. Jesus said that. These are the keys of the I give you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth already is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth already has been loosed in heaven. Whatever you bind on earth, you have to bind sickness with the blood of Jesus. Call for the blood of Jesus. Bad things happen because the world is broken. Uh, there's a story of a, of a barber. He said, um, if your God is real, then why... Are there so many, why are there so many bad things happening? Hey, Craig, why are so many bad things happening? And the man didn't answer. And he went outside and he said, uh, he saw a homeless man with unkept hair and beard, gross and drooling. And he said, I don't believe in barbers. And he goes, why not? And he says, look at this man. His, his hair is undone. His beard is ugly. He's, he hasn't been shaved. Hasn't had a haircut. There's no barbers. And he said, the reason why he's like that, the barber said, the reason why he's like that is because he didn't come in to see me. Well, the reason why there's so much evil in the world and lying and deception, and I'm not talking just about Washington, D.C., but there's so much lying and deception and not just talking about social media and, uh, and, uh, and, the, and the media on TV is because nobody's calling and coming to God. Nobody is coming to him. And well, I'm not going to say nobody, but many people are not coming to him and they are lost in their deception and they need to come back to God. Sin is in this world. And the rulers, the prince of the powers of the air, has dominion over this until the believer takes dominion back. Jesus gave us the keys of the kingdom. And we have to go for it. We must be apostles of God. Well, Tom, I don't have the office of an apostle. No, but you have the commission of an apostle. Your job is to bring the culture of heaven onto earth. Remember, apostleship is not something that was of Hebrew origin. It was Roman, and me being Sicilian. Loved this whole Roman culture that they brought in. They made roads, they made all this other stuff. They were able to connect countries together. Well, they invented this word called apostle. And the apostle's job was to, was to bring the culture of Rome into every uh, country that they conquered. So that when, the, when Caesar would come or when a dignitary of Rome came, the, that country looked like Rome. All right? So you have to understand this. That's the job of the apostle. You have been commissioned. Uh, Matthew chapter 28, Mark chapter 16, Luke chapter 24, John chapter 21. You are have the commission and the authority of God to bring the culture of heaven onto earth. Healing is part of that. You cannot bring the kingdom of God and have people sick. 
It is not possible. Not possible. Your job is to bring the culture of heaven. Now, let me ask you this. Is multiple sclerosis, is that, uh, is that in the heaven? Is that in heaven? No. Is cerebral palsy in heaven? No. Is cancer in heaven? No. Is death in heaven? No. Your will be done in earth just like it is in heaven. So you have to, faith is expecting God to do what he wants to do, to do his will. You have to go for this. What Calvary provided is for everybody, not just for people who go to church on Sunday. And can I tell you that going to church on Sunday makes you about as much of a Christian as uh, McDonald's makes you a hamburger. Just because you go to McDonald's doesn't make you a hamburger. Just because you go to church doesn't make you a believer. You have to believe. You have to be a person who believes God for what he says. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. Read the word. Help, tell me. Tell me again. Read the word. Get into your Bible. Make it uh, uh, blow the dust off of it. Take out a highlighter and highlight the verses that jump out at you. Write down in the margins. Why does that verse jump out at you? Read your Bible. Faith comes by hearing. So read your Bible out loud. Well, people will think I'm crazy. They think you're crazy anyway. So when you pray, pray the word of God. He sent out his word and he healed them. Even if that word is by his stripes, you were healed. Even if it's that verse. Even if it's the verse that says he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. So when you pray, you got to pray in faith. Believe and expect that God will do it. It is his will to do it. And so pray the word. you got to understand that what Calvary provided is for everybody, even if they're not saved. <clears throat> I remember there was a moment in the Reading uh, Walmart. I was in there in the coffee aisle. And this lady was in that cart, you know, the, the little red carts that they have. And so this lady was in there and, uh, and I said, hey, you know, I'm a Christian. Can I pray for your back? Can I pray for what's wrong? I said, you know, why are you in the cart? Well, you know, I, I mean, I could tell some things, but I wanted to know why. And she said, well, because um, I have a bad back and I can't walk. Okay, so I said, all right. Well, would it be okay if I prayed for you? I'm a Christian. Would it be okay if I prayed for you? And she said, yes. So I said this, Jesus, your word says, by your stripes we were healed. And then so, and so I, 
and said that to her. And she looked at me. I didn't pray with my eyes closed. But uh, she looked up at me. And, and I said, yeah, by his stripes, by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. And then she looked at me again. <clears throat> and she said, what are, what are you doing? And I said, I'm, I'm just asking Jesus to do what he always does. She says, I feel warmth on my back. Now, I wish I could tell you she got up out of her wheelchair, that, or got up out of that cart, but she didn't. But she got up out of the cart when she was out of her car as she loaded her groceries. She told me she had no pain. Praise God. And at that moment, uh, a couple more people came, saw what happened, and asked me to pray for them as well. So I am having a prayer meeting for the sick in the coffee section of Walmart. <clears throat> and I'm sitting there like, what's going on? Well, the manager came up and he said, what's going on? I said, well, I'm just praying for people. And he goes, just stay out of the way so people can get through. And I said, okay. So for a span of 20 minutes, I was praying for sick people. I was praying for people with infirmities. And many of them got healed. I wish I could say all of them did. I did not see all the people get healed. That doesn't mean they weren't. It just means that I didn't visibly see it, so I can't tell you that. I never tell people they're healed anyway. I'm not a doctor. I don't have that authority. But I do have the authority to say, hey, hey, your symptoms have abated. There was a lady that came into the Bethel healing rooms, and she had, um, uh, she, she had been barren. And her and her husband had been praying for a baby. So I didn't get to pray, but somebody did. Uh, a couple other folks did. They got to pray for her and to open her womb. So she prayed, and you know something? A year later, she came back and she said <clears throat> that she had a baby. She came in with the baby. She got pregnant shortly after that, and she came with the baby. Praise God. I had a friend who had fourth stage uh, um, cancer in the, in, the, in the large intestine, and, uh, and, and she, she was basically going to die. Her, brother, uh, her brother-in-law took her to Bethel for prayer. She was going to go to Chicago for the surgery and be left to die. There was no guarantee that the surgery would work. So she came in and, and uh, she got prayer. She was about an hour and 45 minutes laying on the floor while God was touching her. She got up. Well, they helped her up. Her, her uh, brother-in-law and husband came over and helped her up. And then I met them on the outside and I prayed. And I prayed a prayer I never prayed before. But I just said, you will not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. That's a verse in the Psalms. You will not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. She went out from there. The next morning was Sunday morning. She came to church. I saved them seats. She had color in her cheeks. She had a bounce in her step. And that night she flew to Chicago, went to the doctor, and the doctor said, your cancer is gone. Hallelujah. I'm telling you this because... We got to start taking a stand to believe that God's will is not only to save people, but God's will is to heal people as well. 
to set them free, to provide for them, to be their father, to bring them into the adoption as sons, to let them walk in their destiny, to teach them these things so that the devil can get a, a, a bloody lip and a black eye from all the punches we give them. So, why am I saying all this to you? Because I believe that we've got to start walking in the, in the Great Commission. We have to start walking in the things of God and stop seeing mental health issues. And stop seeing self-help books becoming the, 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 the norm. <clears throat> This ought to be your self-help book. Seek the face of God. Draw near to him and he draws near to you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. There's coming a time when he's going to push people. He's going to push it, push it away. He's going, to, he's going to kick back against all the things that are doing this. And we have to start to do this. We don't meet in a club on Sunday mornings because if you don't get um, empowered on a Sunday morning, then you might as well just be playing cards or watching the NFL. We need to be empowered to do things. I don't go to church to get information. I don't go to church so that I can get goosebumps. I go to church so I can meet Jesus. I want to be changed moment by moment in the twinkling of an eye. I want to be changed. And you know, if, 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 if that pastor is not, is not pushing you forward into the kingdom and commissioning you and sending you out and, 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 and giving you empowerment to go and do the things that Jesus did and greater, then my goodness, then you need to pray and God will change your pastor. And if he doesn't change the pastor, he'll change the pastor. I get to do this every day. My goodness, when I go to the store, I'm looking for somebody to be ministered to. You got to go for it, man. Time is short. We need to go for it. My job is to depopulate hell and populate heaven. And I don't remember the missionary, but it's a tremendous, tremendous thing. And I remember... Um, there was a song about it and everything, and I don't remember who it was. And he says, some people want to live in the sound of the chapel bells, within the sound of the chapel bells. But I want to build my house a yard from the gate of hell. I remember a story of a, of a child in, 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 in Gibraltar. And he was on the beach in Gibraltar, and all these starfish were washing up. And he started to pick one up, and he threw it back in the sea picked another one up and threw it back in the sea. Picked another one up and threw it back into the sea. And this man came up and he goes, what are you doing? And he says, I'm, 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 these fish are going to die and I'm just trying to save their lives. 
And he goes, you can't get all of them. Not all, you know, you're not going to be able to save every one of them. And he goes, I can save this one. And he picked it up and threw it back in the ocean. Picked up another one, threw it back into the ocean. I got a prophetic word today that we're not going to be line fishing anymore. It's not going to be one here and one there. But God has given us a net to go net fishing. Now, as a resident of a, of a city in, or a town in, 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 in Alaska, I have the ability to go net fishing. And you know, net fishing is much more fun. Because you dip your net there where the fish are, and you pull them out. And I get to have a limit of 30 per day. Because I'm a resident. Praise God, I can get 30 fish equals 50 pounds. 30 salmon equals 50 pounds of fish. And God is giving you a net. And as a citizen of heaven, you can take your net and put it in the pool and grab as many fish as you want. And I do it simply by starting to pray for people. Publicly, in front of them, with them. What is it that you need? I saw a guy in a wheelchair, and, and this is something you might want to do, and I'm going to close here. But um, there was a guy in a wheelchair, and, and I walked up to him, and I said, uh, I'm a Christian. I'd like to pray for you. What do you need prayer for? And he said, oh, you Christians want me to get out of this wheelchair. And I said, I do too, but I, I want to know what you want prayer for. Your need is not this wheelchair at the moment, obviously. Your need is something else. What is your need? And he said his mother's really, really sick. What I pray for, I prayed for her. The Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find and knock and the door will be opened to you. Well, if you're asking and it's not being given to you, then you're not asking the right question. Ask the right questions. And if you don't know what the right question is, ask Jesus what the right question is. And if you're seeking and you're not finding, ask, uh, uh, seek in a different place. If you're knocking on a door and it's not opening to you, then go to the next door. This is really simple. Christianity is not hard. You just got to love God and you got to do what his word says. And his word says, believe. Now faith, not tomorrow faith, not yesterday faith, but now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith is expecting God to do his will. Not just asking him, but expecting it. But we're going to close there. Again, my books, From Breakdown to Breakthrough and SOS, both of them you can get from me, uh, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. I'll tell you how to get those. $25 gets them shipped to you. If they are a gift, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. Uh, email me, and uh, there's a special code for a discount that I'll give you 10% off. 
uh, the, the, those two books at their gifts. Go for this, man. This is a challenge, not for information. This challenge is for you to go out and pray for the sick. Start with your family. If someone is in your family is sick, well, guess what? You get to pray for them. And then you get to, to, to you know, if they have a cold, give them chicken soup. Help their immune system to grow. Anyway, that's it for today. I just want to thank you for joining me. Uh, if you want to donate into this ministry, go to Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. Email me. I'll tell you how to do it. Um, you know, any gift, any gift of $25 or more will get the books. Uh, if it's $50 or more, you'll get both sets so you can give them, uh, give them away. Okay? Well, God bless you today. Um, we're, we're praying God is my provider. And, um, and I thank God for that. This is awesome. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Man colds. I, I think that the, the two worst things that could ever, not, not worse, but the, um, really, women have childbirth. That's probably the most painful, but a, a man cold is probably uh, above that. <laughs> Let's just laugh at that. Well, thank you, God, for all that you're doing. I, I want to thank you for healing. Jesus, you heal all of our diseases. No virus can exist in our body because Jesus exists in our bodies. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I command the, this cold virus, every cell in Mike's body today that does not produce life and health is dismissed in Jesus' name, is evicted in Jesus' name, and only cells that produce life and health are allowed to exist in his body. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Today is a great day. Go for this thing, man, because God is greater. <laughs> Kidney stones are worse. I read that. Um, so anyway, God bless you guys. You have a great day. And uh, tomorrow uh, will be day 24. Can you believe it's the 24th of January already? I can't believe that. Anyway, God bless you. Um, my Steelers are out of the playoffs. But um, I have to now root for Kansas City, and um, I'm also going to be rooting for Philadelphia, which is a bad thing for a guy from New York, but it is what it is. Well, God bless you guys. You have a great day, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow.